You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentaries Global Rankings. Good evening. Thank you for listening to episode 68 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily Podcast. My name's Charlotte Greenway and it's Friday the 13th of January. This week on the podcast, the Cheltenham Festival build-up really sparked into life. As we heard from Anthony Bromley, who nominated the likely targets for Simon Muneer and Isaac Swade's powerful string, as well as those likely to take in the Dublin Racing Festival en route. Harry Fry discussed leaving Starmare Love Envoy in the champion hurdle after her facile success at Sandown last weekend, while Emmett Mullins provided an update on last season's Grand National hero, Noble Yates, who's slowly contracting in the Gold Cup market thanks to securing Tom Segal's anti-post pick for the Cheltenham showpiece. He'll head to Lingfield for the fleur-de-lis chase if the meeting goes ahead before attempting the Gold Cup Grand National double. And while there weren't too many surprises when the entries for the champion, the stayers and the mayor's hurdle were released, if you overlook Seven Barriers' error in leaving Epitont out of the mayor's, the biggest surprise to appear at the Cheltenham Festival could in fact be jockey Davy Russell. Yesterday, Davy announced that he will return to the saddle, having only retired last month, to fill in for Jack Kennedy aboard Gordon Elliott's string with his primary focus on the Dublin Racing Festival. But with Jack's return date still unknown, it's not inconceivable that come March, Davy could be looking for his 26th Cheltenham Festival winner. Nick caught up with Davy yesterday just to check his return wasn't down to having second thoughts on retirement. No, 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 none of that. It's all about uh, just getting it to dip. The, the whole keep the whole the wheel turning until um, just because of the circumstances and I'm you know missing it I don't know what the right word is uh, you know take it I was suspended for three weeks and now I'm back <laughs> um, <laughs> you haven't you haven't really had a lot of time to miss it have you no exactly yeah exactly and I had a good Christmas and I just, hopefully it wasn't too good now and have to find the scale somewhere well, to step up on, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I was going to ask you about that. I mean, are you going to have to get yourself down in weight very quickly? I was quite light, and I look. I've, been, I've kept very fit. Um, I've been riding out in gardens, and um, I've a couple of young ponies here at home for the lads. Just uh, I, I didn't really want them to miss a day, so um, they, my kids are small, and then them ponies they need a bit of help. So I, I've been riding them. Um, as well, so I've been kept very busy, you know. Yeah, well, I didn't think the grass would be growing. Put it that way. I, I, um, I. If somebody sort of wants to book you for rides, can they do that now, or or are you just going to be picking and choosing very carefully? Uh, not, not very carefully. I, 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 I haven't really thought about it. But yeah, if someone, you know, I'm a jockey. I'm, I'm. That's it. I'm, I'm. I don't think I'll be champion jockey, but um, um, I'll. Gordon should have a lot of nice rides for me, uh, you'd hope. And, um, you know, it'd be great to be looking forward to them, you know. Uh, have you uh, have you thought about Cheltenham at all? Uh, no, not really. It, it all depends on Jack now and his situation. And um, hopefully now he can 
he can get his skates on there and and he'll recover well and hopefully he'll have a comfort. He, he's he's recovered. He'll be more comfortable knowing that um, you know it's just a stopgap really. Now turning our attentions to racing this weekend, starting with Kempton's meeting on Saturday, where their feature is the Lanzarote hurdle over two miles five furlongs, in which Cobbler's Dream is bidding to become the first horse to win the valuable handicap twice. He's back over hurdles having tried chasing this season, and Nick put a call into his trainer Ben Case to find out what the thinking is behind the switch back to the smaller obstacles. Well, um, early on in the season, uh, we schooled him over fences. I don't think I'd seen a, a novice school as well. But when he went to the races, he just didn't jump like we'd seen him school at home. And um, we just took the view that either we run him once more over fences, but we could put him off, or we go back over hurdles and give him some confidence. Um, and we know he was performing well over hurdles before that, so we thought we'd go back over hurdles. And uh, just timing-wise, um, the race suited to run him back in the Lanzarote after his last run. So he, because he hasn't really taken to fences as you'd have liked, it's quite difficult for us to have a gauge on what sort of performance he's capable of now. What What do you think? Oh, I don't see. To me, he's in as good a form as he was last year. Um, and it, you know, you could argue he hasn't. He's not run badly over fences. He just um, he just hasn't jumped with the fluency you, you'd have seen him over hurdles. And uh, you know, his two runs over fences were perfectly adequate. They just weren't as good as I'd have liked. Um, so for me, he's in good form. Um, the obviously he's obviously up, up a fair bit on, on the weights to what he was running last year in. in um, yeah, in Lanzarote last year. Having said that, even though he's significantly higher than he was last year, he absolutely bolted up in this race. He looked like a really, really good horse, and he travelled like a really good horse again at Cheltenham until he was sort of out outgunned by a, a very smart one, Bambridge on the on the run. And is there a possibility he's actually you know, just significantly better than than we've seen so far? Certainly, um, I, ho- I hope he can run similar to how he ran either last year in the Lanzarote and or, and or Cheltenham and previously to that. Obviously, I probably ran him one too many times last year. Entry just gone over the top. Um, but uh, I-, I don't see any reason why he can't run <coughs> over hurdles like he had been running before. I've just looked at the going report and, and Barney Clifford's giving it quite a low going stick reading and says it'll wa- ride much softer than it walks. Is that a worry at all? Um, I think it'll be a worry unless you've got a real mudlark looking at the forecast we we had deluge rain last night and um, dry today but then they talk about rain again Saturday but it almost might be better to rain Saturday morning just to loosen the ground up but um, look it was soft enough last time um, around whether it's going to be soft heavy I I don't know yet Um, but I, I think he'll handle the ground whether he's as good at on that ground as he is on a bit better ground, I don't know. But uh, um, I think he's quite versatile as far as that's concerned. Dubrovnik Harry is another reverting back to hurdles, this time after just one start over fences. He looked to have a bright future when last seen over hurdles at Sandown last March. And so Nick asked Harry Fry whether his Lanzarote hope is still full of potential. Uh, I hope so. Um, I mean, we he was... We've run one so far this year over fences, um, and I mean, uh, Boot Hill was was sort of 
Gay on the experience of what we, we sort of learned last year. Um, his sort of chasing debut didn't quite go to plan. We reverted to hurdles, just gave him that bit more time, and, and he's sort of had a, had a fantastic campaign to date uh, over, over fences this year. And we just felt Dubrovnik was sim- in a similar sort of position. The chasing didn't debut extra didn't quite go as, as well as we hoped and and felt actually a bit more time won't won't hurt him and and hopefully there's more to come uh, over the smaller obstacles and um i think it'd be interesting definitely on on saturday and and potentially we've got him as sort of a, a, a potent source um after that run him in a qualifier at exeter in, in february and 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 possibly go to Thames final so um, yeah we think hopefully that there's more to come um, and and yeah as you said there's some competitive handicap hurdles to, to run in with him and uh, hopefully he can he can be just that uh, and, and, and go very close in one or either of those races I mentioned Chris Honor only trains a small string from his base in Devon, but could be set for a big day tomorrow as he sends Tile Tapper to Kempton and Grumpy Charlie to Warwick, both of whom are single-figure odds. They were both given an entry in Warwick's feature, the classic chase over an extended three and a half miles, but Chris has opted to split them up, and here's why. Um, well, looking at the, the, the race at... Um uh, Kempton. Quite, quite frankly, I would have been mad to, to you know, to run the two against one another. Um, I think Tile Tapper's got a very, very good opportunity um, at Kempton. Um, he, he's, he's come out of his last race very, very well. Um, you know, it was our first run over three miles, so we're just holding on to him a little bit. Now we know we're going to get home, um, and 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 it might have just been a, very, a bit, a bit of a step too far in going from two mile three to three miles, and then straight up to three mile five. I do think in the future he will get those sort trips um you know but he, he's a very delicate horse i've had to look after him you know his entire life I, I fold him so it's my fault that i've bred such a delicate creature um but we love him to bits and we you know we're we're, we're very hopeful of his chances to, um, tomorrow see this is what i love about doing this this show every day is that it's as close as i can get to from the horse's mouth because you're actually riding tile tapper as you're talking to me I literally am. I'm doing circles around and around so I don't lose signal for you because he, he, he's, he's getting quite confused while we're not going home. Um, but no, yes, no, exactly that. And then I'll literally I'll jump on Charlie and make sure he's okay for tomorrow and then and then that's them done and they'll, they'll be tucked up for bed tonight and um, we'll see how we get on tomorrow. But I do think Jump Grumpy Charlie will have a very good chance tomorrow. Um, in an ideal world, I wouldn't be running him 15 days apart. Um, he was meant to go for the Peter Marsh. Um, that was my initial plan, but um, I, I thought this race... Look to suit. Um, he needs to go left-handed, so it, it limits my opportunities for him. Um, now he's gone to one four one, so it was it was kind of here or there, and they are a little bit sceptical um, how how good everything will weather-wise will be for Haydock next week. So kind of had my little hand forced a little bit, but I'm very pleased at how he's come out over the Mandarin. Um, he, he's done everything right. Not that he's worked a great deal, um, but he's fresh and happy. He's eating great. Um, so we go forward with it. I think a very very, very good chance. It was very difficult um, for Brian to choose, and to a certain degree, it got taken out of his hands. He had one ride at Warwick or three at Kempton, um, and I was quite happy for him to ride either or. Um, Jeff Thompson, who owns Grumpy Charlie, um, does actually sponsor um, Brian, and he, he, he said, look, I don't want to get into the way of you. You've got nice rides in the races, and, and he was happy. Um, the fact that we got James Bowen 
Um, so, you know, he's, he's a very able deputy. So it, I, I wouldn't read in too much to why Brian, Brian's riding such an... It just, it just how, how, the, how the cards fell, basically. Yeah, and he picked up a lovely ride in the Lanzarote for Harry Fry as well in Dubrovnik, Harry. So that might have tipped the balance. So, you know, Jeff is, you know, he's very fair. He didn't want to stand in, you know. He's, Brian's trying to get back going again with, you know, with the trouble he's had with injuries. Um, and he didn't want to stand in the way and saying, right, you're going to ride my horse. He, he, he's very, very good. Um, Jeff is amazing. He, he's, he's helped me. He sponsored me. He sponsored me like he spent sponsors Brian now with Dublin S Recycling, and um, he's been incredible to both of us. Um, so we're very grateful um, to, to him being very gracious and letting him go go and ride Tile Tapper, which suits me anyway. So um, you know that, that, that's where we are with him. Uh, you, you obviously know these horses like the back of your hand, as you say. You fold Tile Tapper. You're going to ride them both this morning. You're riding one. You're about to ride the other. When you ride them, Chris, which gives you the better feel? Which is the which is the horse of real class? Do you think out of the pair of them? Oh, that's a really difficult one. Um, Tile Tapper, as you can hear me, he's now scraping the ground because I'm sitting still. Um, he only ever does what he wants to do. He, he, he is no, there's nothing flash about Tile Tapper. He, um, and, until, I promise you now, if you put him on heavy ground, he is a different animal. Um, he, he's amazing. And because I haven't, I, I haven't actually got all weather gallops, um, my horses get to use, use all different type of surfaces with the, with anything from firm ground going up the steep hills to bog like ground that I'm having to deal with at the moment. Um, so they, they know how to deal with it. Um, but he, Tile Tapper on heavy ground is incredible um he, he he might not be quite rated as highly as charlie but he could equally rise to those sort of levels um without without a shadow of a doubt um grumpy charlie he does show you a little bit more at home um but again he won't give you everything um and, and that's the best way to have them you don't, you don't want them to to be sh- showing the world what they are at home you want them to be doing that on the track um, and they're both, you know, they're, they're treated like horses. We do, you know, what, what a day-to-day rider would, would be doing out in the countryside is what how, how my horses are trained. And, you know, so when, when they finish this job, they, they don't need retraining like some horses do. They, they know that job already and they're ready to go and go and enjoy their lives after they've given us great enjoyment as, as racehorses. Favourite for the classic chase is Charlie Longston's Getapan Collange and Nick caught up with Charlie to find out whether a marathon trip on very soft ground is just what his horse wants before getting an update on yard favourite Snow Leopardess who's been trying something new this week. We've always thought he wants very soft ground um, and we're certainly going to get, we've had a lot of rain here, we're only 20 miles from the race course, um, we're going to get, yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty testing conditions. You don't know until you run him on it. It's a massive, massive step up in grade. So as long as he copes to step up in grade, I think the conditions will suit. He's been a slow burn, but he's already won five races. Do you think we're just getting going with him? Yeah, look, we've taken him slowly, slowly. Um, he's now off mark of one, two, six. So he's, you know, he can get into some of these bigger races. Um, and he just creeps in at the bottom of the handicap. He's going to be 10 stone three. Um, which is the right end of the handicap to be on very on a, on a very attritional soft ground. I mean, the other thing you've done is you, you've kept him back distance-wise until you absolutely need to go up in trip. But he, he's never going to have faced a, a stamina test quite like this. How do you think he'll cope? You don't know until you, until you try him. But on everything we see him at home, he's just relentless. He gallops. And he just, we, I wouldn't say he's a, he's, a slow, he's, no, he's a slow horse. He just gallops and gallops and gallops at his own pace. So, yeah, look, he's... Um, 
I'm looking forward to it. We'll find out a huge amount whether he's good enough in the race. If he's not good enough, we'll have to go back into our own grade. But there's a lot of slow horses that don't get to, you know, racing post ratings in excess of 130. There's good slow and bad slow, isn't there? There's the slow that only only gets going at, after three miles and then just keeps rolling on relentlessly. Is he one of those? I'd like to hope he might be. Yes, um, you never never quite know, but that's what that's you know that's what you know we won't know until we run him. But that's always been the hope. Um, I, you know, look, it's the right choice of race to go for, and that we're, we'll be we'll be trying our hardest. And Richie McLernan takes the ride at the weekend. Yes, Richie drives him. He can do ten three. John Joe won him last time. Uh, he, I think he's at Kempton, and I, and he struggles to do ten three. So Richie, Richie will ride. And you're off to Cheltenham today. Just tell us why. We're just off to Cheltenham today, just to go and do a bit of cross country schooling. Um, the grey mare, Snow Leopardess. Um, I think just something different might be to her liking. Um, the whole everything went happened a little bit too quick on the first circuit at um, Sandown last weekend. Um, I know the owner's been very keen to go cross country jumping with her, and we're going to try that this morning. See how she takes to it. The slower pace might suit it. Which could be something that she will love. It's a really competitive race, the classic chase, and Emmett Mullins' Mr. Incredible is probably the most fascinating contender. Anything from his yard has to be greatly respected, and he's halved in price to fives over the last 48 hours or so. That'll keep you busy on Saturday, and then there's some exciting types on show at Punchestown on Sunday, especially in the Grade 3 Novice Chase, where it looks a really interesting renewal with Hardor, Journey With Me and Manella Kroon are all taking each other on. Thank you very much for listening this week. Nick will be back with you as usual on Monday. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary. Thank you.